a.k.a. responsible, proper, social distance shit-talking from spare bedrooms across exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, go that shit. Episode 103, and this is not a special episode. They're all special, Don. Come on. Or they're all not. (laughs) (laughs) Well... The last three episodes, we always say weeks, but the last three episodes, we've come on and said these are special episodes because we have a guest and we have no guests, so we have to be consistent. This is not a special episode. This is just an old school, down home, heathens roundup. Don, enforcing the brand standards. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The band's back together. The boys are back in town. Whatever. The gang's all here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to get straight to what I am having. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, not yet. Wait. Not yet. Well, got, actually, I could have. You could have. Because the old, yeah. the, you know, the traditional three of us podcast is not really a slave to the rundown. That's true. You know, That's on, true. A, on a regular basis. We might have brand standards, but we certainly don't have rundown standards no. yet. Oh, absolutely um, not. That's a guide to, best. Thank you to journalist and former colleague Brooke Benkowski for the lively pod Last time, got some good feedback on that. Jeff is already plotting your return. <laughs> He's that got questions. A, that was a lot of fun. There's so yep. much to probe there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wish there weren't, but here we are. Yeah. But you know what? It's probably a good time to announce that all of the social platforms that we're on, Twitter, Facebook, you know, even old school email, we're leaving them for Truth Social. Is that the new one? That's the new social network by Dotard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. true. 45 new social, network. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. we're going to all our you know, social media over we're to We're getting the truth. in on it early. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to, you know, we're going to be early, early, early adopters. We got scooped on Bitcoin. It ain't happening again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had a MeWe group for about a month until we realized quickly it was just full of lunatics. <laughs> oh, it was totally off the rails. So this is that, like Parler and all the rest of these all again. They're trying it again. What's the definition of insanity again? Is Because <laughs> it seems like we've been down this road before. But it, it's, not, their... it's not insane. If he makes money off it. Right. None of them have done anything yet. Pardon me? None of them have done anything yet. They've they've tried the the Goose Steppers social media platform, and it just hasn't taken off. No, but that might not be... Well, for him, that absolutely is going to be the point. Like, he's not going to do anything without making money. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that I haven't seen so far, is who is funding it. Like, where's the, where's the money coming from? It's definitely not Trump money. I mean, we yeah. know that. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> never is. No. Where's the money coming from? These are expensive. Mm-hmm. They don't make a lot of money. Somebody mm-hmm. paying them? There's probably a lot of dark money involved oh, sure. in this yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Kind of like his entire administration. Good thing we held you to the rundown. So. And by the way... <laughs> <laughs> I like the headline in the Washington Poster. It says, pranksters have already defaced Trump's new social media network. <laughs> that, that story is about as predictable as possibly could have been. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. those, those pranksters. Probably the same ones that took up all the tickets to that, uh, that first Oklahoma City 
big event he had who, where he thought that he was going to have like a million people show up. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Herman Cain going away party? Yeah, yeah, that party. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, punk away. So that was a big story on our side of the ball. And there's a lot of laughing, a lot of online dunking, a lot of high-fiving at those stupid rubes. But I don't think that story penetrated their bubble one micron. Mm-mm. Oh, obviously So not. should we be satisfied with kind of chuckling behind their back? It feels a little mean girls. Is it a great dunk if there's nobody defending? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sure. I mean, a dunk contest, there's nobody defending. You can, you can appreciate the display, <laughs> but it doesn't score two points. If you're in a, a dunk contest... Aren't you fighting on their turf? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. it, you know, it feels good to watch them potentially do something stupid. Mm-hmm. In the end, can we be better than that? Is that too much to ask? And I know the next time I make a crack on this pod or in a signal group, you guys are going to dunk on me <laughs> like Daryl Dawkins. Like breaking backboards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. How, what's it? I'll stop. <laughs> we're so far off where we said we were going to talk, and that's so not fair, just, Jeff. Just for the record, we are drinking. I have an Academia Death Ripper Volume 4 Hazy IPA. I'm having the, the house standard. If my house was a bar, this would be the house wine. It's twisted. It's an old vine zen, and we always have it. And I opened a bottle tonight. And I'm drinking an Oktoberfest called Das Labyrinth from Pontoon Brewing here local. Nice. Yeah, it's quite good. All right, so Jeff... Got that out of the way. Jeff has had something he's been wanting to talk about literally for two weeks now, and it's been driving him crazy. And and this always happens, and usually 15 things come around that knocks him off this track. It did not happen. This, oh, no. This no. is the two-week period that, that Jeff was not to be derailed. The floor is yours, sir. Well, I mean, you know, because the disinformation is it's not getting tamped down, it's getting increased. Okay. And, you know, we can talk about Colin Powell and, you know, Fox News and all that kind of stuff in a little bit. But, you know, so Sanjay Gupta went on the Joe Rogan show. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Doctor, good sir. Yeah. A, a neurosurgeon mm-hmm. doesn't have virology in his title whatsoever. Yep. We've we've we've. Gathered gone that. away from fair and balanced already in the Don't, description. Yeah. That, well, that we're, not, we're not sure of the accreditation agencies that uh, <laughs> of the colleges that he went to. That did not take too long <laughs> to get to the point of view, Jeff. Bravo. Okay, but anyway, so but he is like CNN's doctor. So, you know, he speaks on many issues. So he thought, and, you know, you have to give him credit for this, is like, well, maybe I can go on this show that has millions of listeners and viewers, and there's been a lot of misinformation on Rogan's show, a lot of misinformation, disinformation, I should say, and maybe I could turn a few people around to maybe thinking about this stuff, but I think a lot of us had a, like, I don't know if you should be going on there, you don't know what you're getting into, and it was obvious he didn't know what he was getting into on so many levels, so to me... Uh, and, and, you know, yeah, maybe if you don't have Spotify, you didn't watch a whole um, three hours, the full uh, painful hours that, that I sat through. But you've probably seen clips that have been going all over the place on it. One in particular. Yeah, the one in particular was the one on ivermectin. And this that's the one where Rogan, you know. You could say dunks. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's a fighter. So he kind of put him into the into the corner, I guess. On CNN, claiming that Rogan took um, horse, horse medicine. Base. Yeah, and I'd have to look at the clips to see exactly how they worded it. But you know, I I understand what CNN was doing absolutely mm-hmm. because most of the public doesn't have a doctor that's going to prescribe ivermectin. You know, the human yeah. form. And yeah. and so yeah, I mean, we've heard all these stories about people going into the veterinarian or the, the tractor supply and getting the horse pace and then ending up shitting their drawers in the, in the Kroger store. And, you know, so it's a very dangerous thing. So for him to, you know, go after that was, um, you know, you knew it was going to happen. 
but you know that the, the downside was is Gupta never came back to say, well, you know that. I mean, he did a little bit, but you know that first of all, ivermectin is not approved for you know this application. Yes, it's fine for parasites, but we don't know how much you need for um, a, a virus, even if yeah. it has any kind of effect on the virus. But he, he let Joe continue with the narrative that he caught COVID, took ivermectin, and was better in a few days. Didn't he do uh, monoclonal antibodies too? Yes, right. And and see, that's that's the thing. And it's like, I don't think that really came up in the conversation about the other things that he took. You know, the thing that probably knocked it down in quick order was the monoclonal antibodies. Which is not, you know, it's emergency use only. So if Rogan's resistance to the vaccine is it doesn't have long-term studies, well, neither do monoclonals. Yeah. He probably had some sort of a smoothie and did some chin-ups that day as well, too. And neither one of those had anything to do with the COVID. No, it was leg day. Calves, working calves. So, Jeff, Mm -hmm. what about this interview slash show interaction offends you the most? What bothers you about this? Yeah, I made kind of a list here. There's a bunch of things where, you know, where, where Gupta did not argue the, the disinformation that Rogan was putting out. You know, like one of the things kind of tied into the ivermectin thing is, so Rogan was trying to claim that because he's in, you know, he works out, he eats a healthy diet, he does all these vitamins and minerals, you know, he sells all the supplements on yeah. online and all that. He was kind of suggesting that his pure health is what saved him. His natural immunity. Natural um, immunity. And so, you know, and that's he also why he's, said that natural immunity was better. Which is also also And, and Gupta didn't say anything about that either. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So, so, because uh, I'm trying, I want to categorize these. Yeah. So the first one is the disinformation. Yeah. Second one is that he did it in the first place. I think the tone, no. the overall tone, at least of the parts that I, and I didn't watch the whole three hours, but the parts that I saw, it seemed like Joe was holding Gupta's feet to the fire, not the other way around, which it should have been. If Gupta was going on there as a doctor to to correct disinformation or misinformation. He was not. That is not what he, was. He was okay. not. Okay. So what was he on there for? Promotion. Oh, for his book. Okay. Uh, for for uh, is he is he pushing a book? He's got a new book out. Yeah. Oh. So the the idea that Joe was going to talk about CNN saying he was taking horse pace never crossed his mind before he got there. He was he was blindsided by that. Yeah. Line of questioning. You think? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Because of he'd have better he if he was he'd have a better answer. If, I mean, yeah. it was clear that he was woefully unprepared for that. Right. Well, for most of the stuff on there, I mean, he was shooting clips at him left, Rogan, shooting clips at him left and right, and didn't really give him much chance to so really respond to what he about, was off. You're mad about disinformation. Mm-hmm. You're mad at a perceived ambush. A, a gish gallop. Right? Like, he, like, he, he, amp, he, like Gupta not yeah. only got ambushed, but he was willful about it, and that... CNN should have neither not let him do it or prepared him more or if they I would prepared have thought somebody him more, at CNN was like okay you know before you go on let's yeah let's bone up you know yeah. let's 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 get a virologist you're going to cover a lot of stuff in a 3 hour period but here's some things just in case they come up let's make sure we know what we're talking about here yeah i and, can i can tell you why they didn't do that okay because that conversation would not be a good one how long was the show? Three hours. He's never, ever done, an done interview three straight hours. Yeah, he said no. that, right. right. One, yeah, like, yeah. ever. And, Joe does it, you know, four times a week or whatever. And, and from, and, and, and has for yeah. how many years? 10, 12. 10 years? 15, I don't know. And to walk into that show, to not be prepared for the conversation. But not just that, but not be prepared on the, the science. Okay, so and a good example was Rogan pulled up a video, which has been discredited numerous times, showing somebody with the mask on and then blowing vape through it. Now, they were smoking a vape pen and then exhausting and the smoke through, through it. it. Right. He should have known 
that, okay, that's a gas. That's not really particles in the same way that your respiration is, you know, the droplets and things like that. So, you know, he could have debunked that, but he didn't. He was like, oh, that's interesting. I'll have, I'll have to look into that. It's like, you haven't heard of right. this before? But no, Jeff, nobody knows that. If you're going to, and this is a bad move, go toe-to-toe with Joe Rogan on his turf when he is primed for the conversation. Yeah. I, I mean, I guarantee you Joe had a prep meeting before Sanjay showed up. Oh, they did their, yeah. They had the videos ready to go. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. What is it, weekly? What? Daily? His show? I right. don't know. Rogan? It's, it's, I don't even know. Three, four times a week, then he'll... He'll take two weeks off, go hunting, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah he'll so he, his own So he's schedule. got, this, it's a centerpiece of his world. Yeah. As opposed to Gupta, who's yeah. got nine million other things going on and does not ever expect to be on trial for what CNN covered. I just think you have to be a little dense. If you work at CNN and, and CNN and Joe Rogan just had a little bit of a spat in the last couple of weeks publicly, and you're going on his podcast, you've got to be an idiot to think he's not going to bring it up. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how you go into that situation that unprepared. I do. So Gupta did say, well, they shouldn't have said that. But he didn't go on to, to try. Well, he tried to set, to make a link to, well, most people take the pace or whatever, but he mm-hmm. failed yeah. at that. But And that's the clip that everybody's seen, right. is Joe holding CNN in the form oh, yeah. of Sanjay yeah, that... Gupta's feet to the fire on the fact that they lied about him. Right. CNN lied about Joe Rogan, period. That That's the headline. And so the whole point that was missed was, you know, ivermectin is yeah. not approved, didn't even have a discussion about monoclonals. So many missed opportunities on mm-hmm. that thing. The other the other uh, uh, article that they just brought up and then just like, okay, what do you think of this, Gupta, is there was an article from The Guardian. I posted it in our in our signal group, where they're saying that teenagers are more likely to get vaccine-related myocarditis, myocarditis, I I don't know how to say that. Whatever it is. Yeah, that thing, the heart thing. The heart. And end up in the hospital with COVID. Okay, so that's what Rogan was kept pushing them on that and pushing them on that. And the vaccine is more harmful to teenagers than it is good to teenagers, is basically the point. Right, yeah. Okay. You click on a you know a few clicks into that article, to the study, mm-hmm. and you and you find out that it's you know this guy was a nut that put you know put up a, a paper. Anybody can put up papers. Yeah, yeah. And basically, he was he was pulling his his data from that Vars report, however you say that. You know the one. Vars. Vars. Yeah. Vars. Anybody data. can can put stuff on, and so it's unsubstantiated. So. So basically, he got away with that. So the information his Rogan's audience heard is that it's a danger to young kids. Kids don't need it. It's mm-hmm. more dangerous than getting the vaccine. Gupta never really had a had a response to that. So, if he'd have thought for a moment that he was going to have to defend and debunk and fact check and confront Joe Rogan, he never ever would have did that show. He should have known that going into the Joe Rogan show. Honestly, I'll get to that. But he never would have done it. Because mm-hmm. you cannot win. Mm-hmm. You cannot win. You are on his turf. And the more you fight, the more clips you're going to produce. Yeah. I'm not sure what would have been worse. Yeah. This or him locking horns with the Ram. All out brawl. There is no benefit for Gupta, honestly, there's no benefit for him going on that show. No. Because no, no. he can't and doesn't want to fight him on it, Mm-mm. particularly for three hours when this guy has just been training for this episode. Yeah. And you walk in, think you're just going to smoke weed like Elon Musk and kind of bullshit your way through three hours. Obviously, that didn't happen. He probably did the right thing, although it was definitely took a chunk out of Gupta Mm-hmm. Because people's like, you know, I thought he was a, I thought he was Doctor. a brain surgeon. Yeah, you know, who is who this guy? About. Yeah, like, and, or the people that are like, I can't believe he didn't get in his face. There were some easy. I mean, so there were some things that he said that were just like literally softballs. He could have, you know, caught him on. Like, 
like the, the whole thought process that the, the natural immunity is, is better than right, getting right. the vaccine. So getting the disease and surviving so that you have the immunity to not get the disease is the way that you should not get the what? I mean, it, it, that doesn't make sense to begin with. Well, the other thing that didn't make sense that Gupta should have known as well is that taking monoclonals, what that's doing is kind of giving your antibodies a, uh, you know, a, a break. So they're not doing their thing. So, you know, and your own antibodies are what give you the longer term immunity. Yeah. So when you're taking monoclonals, you're kind of overriding that. You're introducing fake ones into your system so your body's not making its own. Right. And so it doesn't know to make them the next time it encounters it. Right. So so to say that, and you know, the effects will last, they say, like four months from the monoclonals. So after mm-hmm. four months, then it's going to drop off. So for, for Rogan to say and for Gupta to also agree with them that he's got good immunity now, it's like that's bullshit. So four months from now, Rogan could catch You could COVID get it again, again. right. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a natural immunity. And he doesn't have a, a vaccine immunity either. Right. He's still refusing. And that's what Gupta tried to say is you should take a, you know at least one vaccine. He was right on that part. You know, yeah. After you had the disease, get one vaccine Dose. and you're going to have super immunity. But he couldn't be convinced of that. Well, you know, Gupta kind of agreed. Well, you do have good immunity. Well, we don't know that. Mm-mm. But, you know, the point is, too, is is like, so the story, and it was the same thing for uh, Dennis Prager, too, you know, which was also in the news yeah. this last week. But he caught it on purpose. It was, it was part of his master he, he plan. He said that. Okay. But he also said he was taking the, the what's it, chloroquine? Yeah, the, the hydrochloroquine, hydrochloroquine and the monoclonal and the ivermectin and the... But, but he was know, taking the preventative stuff. So, you know, if you're trying to get COVID, why would you be taking the hydrochloroquine? If you're trying to get it, so something didn't match up there. Yeah, and yeah. But now he's been hugging and kissing on people for for weeks now, trying to get it. He said. Right. But but same thing. You know, they took the monoclonals, which are only emergency use. Don't have long term test data. Why you keep saying it's only emergency use? What what? Why do you keep saying that? Because that that's the reason they're giving that they're not taking the vaccine. Yeah, that's one of the reasons the anti-vaxxers are given for not getting in line for the jab is because it's not approved. Oh. It, it, it was rushed. Guys, guys it's not, that, isn't, that isn't a reason. Sure. But I like how it is. What? They continue to invent new reasons. You heard the newest one, right? No reason not to get it. Actually implants an egg inside you that hatches and a synthetic parasite yeah. comes out. Yeah. Doesn't say what happens after yeah. that, but synthetic parasite is should be enough to scare the shit out of you. I mean, well, then, he shouldn't tell you. No, what, I mean, we have to tell you what a synthetic parasite does. I mean, come on. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Ivermectin takes care of parasites, so there you go. We we got the solution. Oh. Mm. You connected those dots a little too quickly, Jeff. <laughs> kind of concerning. <laughs> I mean, they they didn't think it through clearly enough. Obviously, it's not about thoughts. It's entirely about feelings. Right. And freedom. That's a feeling, I would argue. But in a way, these probably flat earthers position have evolved on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, patting myself on the back for that one. (laughs) But a bump. Um, Devolved. Like there are there are continued. New reasons not to. At first, it was it wasn't tested, mm-hmm. and it was rushed. It wasn't approved, and then it, it got approved. Now we don't know what's too, in it. It got approved too quickly, and you don't know the long term effects, and can't give it to kids, and then it mm. proves for kids, and that just means in oh, and big money, mm-hmm. pharma, big money mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, and and the ironic part is the pharma big money is one of the reasons why. The government can't use its bargaining power with big pharma because people they vote for make sure that it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So they're worried about big pharma and Republicans. And unfortunately, far too many Democrats are getting in the way of cheaper prescription drugs. But I digress. Mm. These people don't give a shit about the science, Jeff. You will never ever, never, ever be able to convince them on that level. They do not want to believe. They want to believe in something else. Really, they want to fight something else. Yeah. Well, And, and this that's... is just a representation of everything that the left and big government is 
forcing down on the little man. Right. And that, to me, that was one of the biggest problems with Gupta going on this show because it just gives them more, more reason, more rationale to double down on their disinformation. Do you think they need a reason? I don't think they need one. I mean, you know, because they're sharing these clips around, so there, there must be some need for it. Well, there's a need to, as Steve Bannon said, flood the zone with shit. Right. But now you have the CNN doctor saying, oh, yeah, masks really don't do that much. And if you had natural immunity, if you got the disease, you know, you're well protected. The, oh, the other, the other thing he uh, fucked up on was Rogan was talking about, you know, well, what about when you get your injection in your muscle if it gets into uh, a, ves- a blood vessel? And, you know, shouldn't they be aspirating the needle? And, and so, you know, that process is where you poke pull it back to see if there's any blood on it, and then put it back in. Well, in the deltoid, there's, you know, practically no large vessels. So the chance of that even happening are extremely remote. So, you know, the protocol is not to do that. You don't have to do that aspiration procedure when you're doing that. But Gupta was saying, oh, yeah, they should be doing that. So now anybody that goes in for the vaccine, you know, if they don't do, don't do that double dip kind of thing, they're going to say, oh, you know, you screwed up. Well, first of all, they're not going to go into the vet. They're not going to go they're get it anyway. So yeah. that's not, there's not an issue. Well, but that gave so them again, more information. Who are you, man? I, I can't, I cannot figure out who you were more angry at. Well, uh, are but you again, more angry at Rogan or are you more angry at Gupta? Both. Equally. Nope. Equally nope. both. Yeah. Equally? You're going to both sides this? He's New York timing it. Right down the middle. Jeff AP. Maggie Haberman, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Rogan is all about disinformation, and Gupta just fed into that and gave him more ammunition and more clips to use. So... This is like the podcast version of the... Did you... Did you... Either of you read the Bad Art Friend or familiar with the Bad Art Friend article in the New York Times... Uh, looking at both of our expressions, I would go with no. So it was a long and well-written story about two uh, upper middle class. I gotta, I gotta add all the all the color. Up, upper middle class white liberal writers that get into a long and extended spat over one woman giving up a kidney. And feeling like her friend group didn't appreciate her sacrifice enough. And the other one trashed her behind her back, wrote a book based on something that the the woman who gave up a kidney wrote to her. And it devolved into like a six-year fight with lawyers. And all the way through it, you're like, well, obviously the bad art friend is her. And then, obviously, the bad, bad, bad art friend is her, and you couldn't really tell who was worse. And you could kind of, you could kind of, you would judge somebody based on which bad art friend, who, who you thought the bad art friend was. I lost you both, didn't I? Well, yeah. so I mean, I see you're trying to draw a parallel that is like, you know, who's who's worse in this case? Not worse, but you're like. I don't think you're you're equally mad. I think you're I think you're more mad at Rogan. I think you're disappointed in Gupta. I would almost put it in reverse because I've watched clips. I've not you know very rarely have I ever watched a whole episode of of Rogan, but I know I know what his game is and I know what his disinformation is yeah. and I know I know how he just has people on there. He doesn't want to have people on there that will actually give a differing view. Okay. Because, you know, uh, when... Who, uh, wait, hey, Vincent, hold on, back up. Who, you're saying Rogan doesn't want to have people on a show that will offer a differing view. That actually, uh, you know, will change his narrative. I don't, I don't think he invites people on to change his narrative, but he has people on from across the spectrum. He's, he's not straight right wing, left wing, down the middle, anywhere. He's... He's fucked up. Everybody. Yeah. He's had 1,500 episodes. I mean, it, it's not all, you know, Ben Shapiro's and, and, and you know, Michael Shermer's. It's, there's a, a wide spectrum of, of people that, that he has on. Well, okay, granted, but on, but on I, top... I don't think he has ever had anybody on to come on and change his mind. 
It's more to have somebody on and have a conversation. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's not going to be good for his ratings if he loses a fight. He doesn't care. Yeah. No. He's got a five-year deal with Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Hundred million bucks. He don't care. He doesn't. He he does not get judged on any public uh, I, metric. I, I, I thought of an analogy, and it's why I'm not mad at Rogan. If Sanjay Gupta would have walked into the lion's den at the Bronx Zoo and the and the lion killed him, I wouldn't be mad at the lion. The lion's just being a lion. Gupta should have known better than walking in there. The other thing too is is Gupta mention that he's a fan of the show he's watched or listened to numerous jeff. episodes jeff so who does what do you look serious he's lying he's lying brooke said she had a good time with us two weeks ago so <laughs> <laughs> i i hate to tell you this but everybody that goes on the tonight show and says yeah. that they're thrilled to be here and we're thrilled to have you here they are not always telling you the truth look you're on his show you're kissing the ring. And I'm sure he thought that that kind of charm and cordial greeting would gain him points, which obviously he was sadly mistaken and probably shouldn't have thought that you could sweet talk your way out right. or not talk about those things. He never once said... I'm not a virologist, or uh, this is not my field. Yeah, let me let me consult somebody and get back to you. Yeah, let me come back on. You know, yeah, I mean, he never even alluded to that. It was just like I'm speaking for all doctors. It's like he could have had Doctor Oz on there. He could have had Doctor Phil for fuck's sake on there. You know, it's just <laughs> another fucking doctor, whatever. And he probably has had him on. How about Doctor Love? Okay, <laughs> Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> Well, but but Don, that is all he does. Yeah, on CNN, like he yes, right. He's he, the he, CNN. He, doctor. The, he is the all-around doctor on CNN. Absolutely. Right. So he, uh, of on everything. Yeah. Right. So if, if there's like an outbreak of chickenpox, he's the chickenpox doctor. You know, with the chickenpox answers. Absolutely. Okay. And and guaranteed. So he has set himself up for that. Then so the fact that well, he didn't have the answers was you know. He has he has a team of producers. Oh yeah. That before he goes on to talk about the chicken pox, they have given him all of the all of the data. Yeah. Like all of the research because he's not expert in it. It was the same when I worked at WebMD. Okay. We had doctors on staff that had to approve all the content. You worked at WebMD? I did. Were you in charge of having cancer be the answer to everything? <laughs> Freaking people out at night. That, that's that, that was his department. <laughs> department of Cancer is the answer. When I was there, the company was under congressional scrutiny because they took money for what was called a sponsored editorial, mm-hmm. and it was a quiz. It was like a five-question quiz on whether or not you might be depressed. And... Any way you answered it, you got depressed. You were, yeah. And it was sponsored by a anti-depression drug. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never saw that coming. Wow. This happened before I started. There, I think it was a consent decree, and it was uh, taken pretty seriously. But those doctors mm-hmm. have to study up. Yeah. And when when he studies up, mm-hmm. he only has to study up for tops a ten-minute segment. Yeah. And he doesn't have to give the, you know what, I'm not really sure because I'm really a neurologist. Mm-hmm. Like he would say that probably if the anchor hit him with something out of left field. Yeah. But those are tightly controlled. And when he goes on, he's ready to talk about it at the depth he needs to. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about it for three hours with somebody that thinks big chicken pox is infecting our kids. <laughs> okay. I know Vincent Racaniello is not a huge fan of, of Gupta way before this. What doesn't he like about Gupta? Because he gives a lot of misinformation. I w- he wouldn't necessarily call it disinformation. But, you know, good example. But but all the all the media does this, though, so, is like when they're talking about, you know, the different variants like the Delta, they always use the term highly contagious. Well, that's not a proven fact whatsoever. 
there's news now in this new version coming from England mm-hmm. and about being highly contagious. The facts are, number one, that the vaccine they're using over there, AstraZeneca, is not quite as a, as uh, efficacy, doesn't have that same kind of rating as the uh, the Pfizer or the Moderna. Number two, they've undone basically all of their uh, safety kind of protocol. You, you don't have to go anywhere with a mask on in the UK. No social distancing, none of that. Yeah, and they go, they're loading the pubs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They're only maybe 60 some percent vaccine rate. So obviously those are factors you need to consider. So they're at about roughly the same rate of vaccination that we are? Pretty much, or, yep. But, at, but with a vaccine that is l- much less effective. Yeah, it's like a 74% versus a 95% on moderate to severe COVID. Yeah. And they keep talking. And the other thing is they're testing super high rate over there. Well, as we've talked about before, is the vaccine, you know, over time is not supposed to. No vaccine gives you total immunity after the antibodies start to wane. Okay, so you're going to get infected, but then, you know, the vaccine is going to kick in and do its job and knock it out of there. So you're not going to get sick. You're not going to mm-hmm. you're not going to be, you know, uh, breathing COVID and everybody else. So to say that the vaccines over there aren't working well is like, what's your definition of not working? You know, just because you're testing positive doesn't mean they're not working. They are working for what they were mm-hmm. designed to do. What do you want the media to do? I honestly don't think the person that writes the like the coming back from the advertisements to the news line that has highly contagious in it understands the nuance and the difference. They're just they're just trying to keep you tuned in. Exactly. And that's that's part of the problem is, mm-hmm. you know, that's what sells the eyeballs on on your, uh, no. your, your outlet. No. Yeah. That is not true. But that aside, because if that's it bleeds, like a is not true. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not bleeding. Well, and potential bleeding. And <laughs> it's coughing. It's wheezing. Like especially if we don't aspirate. If it wheezes, it leads. I, I get I get the frustration. Yeah. But you don't have five minutes to do what you just did in very many places. But talking about an article though, let's like you know, article on, on this Delta Plus or whatever. Oh, so you it. read articles, grandpa? Well, okay. You know that, what I that, mean. Or, or yeah. if, you know what I mean, though. Well, or you you read you hear about it on on the news. All right, it, it, you could be watching the the video of it on one of your social channels. They could say this is a variant that people are watching, but here's here's the other side of the coin. And so you know, let's let's not get our panties in a wad yet. Until, nope. You know, eh, eh. What we're gonna can't wanna, say that. Why can't you say? Oh, I, I mean, have you ever? You, do you think that a, that a news anchor is going to say, "But don't get your panties in a wad"? Doctor Gupta says you don't really have to worry about it. Isn't that right, Doctor Gupta? Like seriously, you can't say get your panties in a wad. Well, okay, but you know what my point is? It's it's kind of like you know the big thing, and it still is the big thing where people have been under the impression because of the news outlets, and that's why boosters are a big conversation now. Is vaccines are waning? Yeah, they're waning for the immediate response. You know, to make you bulletproof. But are we going to have you know be in line to have boosters every you know six months from here on out? Or are we going to be fine if we get it, you know, just getting a, a, you know, a stuffy nose or a scratchy throat? By the way, that's a really big question. I would like to know the answer to that question. Please what? tell me that. What? Because I haven't heard that. What? What? If we don't get boosters and we come in contact with COVID a year from now, is it just a scratchy throat? Yeah. Or what? are we going to have to get boosters every six months? That's yeah. a, I, we get a flu shot every year. Well, that's because those things change dramatically. This thus far has not changed that dramatically. But getting your flu shot, that's been going on for forever. And we just found out about this in 2019, 2020. Okay. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking apples and oranges between the flu shot and, and this particular okay. vaccine also. The technology of the current flu shot, which they should be addressing and maybe be looking at an mRNA vaccine for that, is the efficacy to start with on the on the flu vaccine is not that great. But 
like those are two separate questions. Are we going to have to get a booster every six months? Or if we get COVID now, most people... That's the asterisk there is most people are going to be fine because that's what the memory cells that we have when you encounter... Okay, I, 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 I got you. Yeah. But when you say most people... I want, how do I know if I'm part of that group? Yeah. Well, if you have comorbidities or you're old. In other words, it, you know, like, like Colin Powell was a good example of that. He had but two. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need you or whoever is saying this to be a lot more specific because when you say old people. Well, they said that people who are in high risk groups should get the boosters. For sure. Right. And everybody. it turns out a lot of people are in that. In high risk groups. Yeah. Which is because they're older or they have some sort of immunodeficiency. Or, well, is like, it like an Colin Powell, he had, he had a cancer that attacked the white blood cells. Of, right. You know, and okay. he was in his 80s. Yeah. So, you know. So they didn't mention that on Fox. Immediately it went right. Like, right. Well, maybe right. it's it, got that effect. It didn't you know, work. He was right. vaccinated and still got it. Didn't say he had a cancer that affects the part of your blood that is your immune system. So. Right, the people, the the people in the bubble. Yeah. that's all they heard. Yeah, that 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 that's that's all they heard. So, because it's all they wanted, that's all they they wanted to hear. Okay, from the people that they probably trusted the most. But Brian, kill me. Saying old people and comorbidities, the comorbidities is probably everybody. The older you get, very few people get to their fifties or sixties. Without something. Yeah. Right. And so I would say, you know, if you're 65 or over, I think that's kind of the guy. Wait, 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 hang on. Why 65? 65 is like the magic year for, you know, used to be for retirement, for Social Security. In this case, why is 65 the number? Like they don't have actuarial tables. But maybe they should. They do have some information as far as when your immune system starts to diminish as you get older. So there are some facts behind that particular number. Yes, there's going to be plus or minus on either side of that. And if there was a way, and there is no way right now because nobody's put the money into this research, that they found out exactly what is the optimal level of antibodies. That way you could do a test on somebody that, let's say, 63 or, you know, well, how old am I? I'm going to be 65 next year. That's why he picked 65, because it's for him. That's him yeah. only. That bastard. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look it the in the truth mirror. comes out. You're Look a it in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> things are failing left but, and right. But I don't like, I don't like the non-specificity of this. Because I hear boosters in the media that I follow, and then you crap all over them. I'm not crapping and, on them. I'm, I'm oh, saying you you are you are you don't think they're uh, and don't let me put words in your mouth. You don't think they're as necessary as quote the media is saying, and that we probably don't really need them. Like I've heard both of those things from most, you on multiple. Yeah, most yeah, most people, people don't need don't. a booster. Need them. Right. But right. Wait, but but that's that is not just personally. Because when I hear most people, well, am I part of that group or am I not? Well, are are you over sixty five or do you have a morbidity? I, I wanna know why sixty five is a magic number. Okay. Because that research look, when during a pregnancy, if you're gonna go for an amnio mm -hmm. because you're concerned about Down syndrome. Yeah. There is an actuarial table that 35 used to be, it might still be, mm -hmm. the magic number because the risk of a miscarriage evens out with the risk of having a child with Down syndrome. So taking the, taking the amnio test can cause a miscarriage? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. All right. So, yep. And that's so one at, of the, at that point, that's, it's, it's a flip of a coin of... Right. Yeah. And and as the, the older you get, the it's more worse. likely the possibility of downs versus something happening to you in the test. You're right. more so, likely to have a miscarriage than you yeah, are to have a down, down syndrome. Before 35. Yeah, yeah your risk-benefit. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, so and, and it's, a, it's, it's a math table. Yep. Actually, so is it wrong yeah. to want a math table for this? Well, no. okay. So, so just to clarify something... The phase groups that they that the vaccine companies have done, 
they are still following those people. I mm -hmm. forget how many thousands of people they've had in those studies. They are still monitoring those people to find out not just, you know, immunity wane, but also are these people starting to get severe or moderate virus? Are they ending up in the hospital? So they're monitoring that kind of stuff to know when the ultimate number that we say still is 95 plus percent yeah. keeping you out of the out of the hospital when they start to see that start to go down and and it's not just this the phase groups that are part of this but you know we have real world stats on this as well now since we've been but ultimately too early to tell so it's not necessarily realistic they're making an educated guess on the information that they have now and as more information comes in the guess will get more refined right right but who yeah. knows how long that's going to take yeah yeah, yeah. But, and so, but you have to make decisions in the here and now right based on a lot of gray information yeah so, so but let me also say this there is no downside to getting a booster so if you want to get a booster if you feel a little bit you know kind of queasy about am i one of part of that group or not get a booster so but, now you're pro booster no i i'm, I'm just can saying there's, change there's He's, he flip-flops oh, more than mitt romney uh, look that's at that's not him. a that's not a flip-flop that's just flip-flopper <laughs> Carpet bag and flip flopper. <laughs> Sorry, I was on my balance board and I laughed um, too hard and fell off it. <laughs> hey, you're let, on a balance board. Let's I let's do. let's make a a somewhat related but a little bit of a pivot. What what do you think about the idea that we may not have to defund the police if they're going to do it to themselves by not getting vaccinated? They already are doing it to themselves. That's the number one cause of death. Is well, uh, COVID that's the crazy police. part about it is. There's no profession that is anti-vax more than rank-and-file police officers, for whatever reason. But it's the number one leading cause of death among police officers this year and last year. Right. More than, it, more it than getting track. shot. It doesn't make sense. More than getting if, shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if police officers were getting shot at the rate they're dying of COVID, there would be mass outcries from police departments for bulletproof vests and helmets and, and, and better art, whatever, you know, because but they're, not, they're not, but they're not afraid of it. They're not afraid of what, COVID? They're, no. Be because they, they watch Rogan and know that they're going to dance right through it because, you know, they're, they're strong. <laughs> It's the number one cause of death for two years in a row amongst police officers. They don't care. They don't have a procession that the mayor attends or yeah. the, not pomp and circumstance, but the ceremony for a cop, an unvaccinated cop that dies, dies of COVID, of COVID yeah. like one that's killed in the line of duty. Line, yeah, completely different. But if the news covered the mayor going to the funeral of every police officer in her city or his city that died of COVID the way they do when they go to the funeral of the police officer that died of getting shot in the duty, you know, line of duty. I'd argue it the other way. It'd make it worse. If the mayor went to those funerals, yeah. the media would cover it. Yeah. And there's a good chance that they wouldn't want the mayor there because it would be a reminder of how this person died, and they would think that they could think that the mayor was kind of tarnishing that person's legacy. It's or using it for political purposes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like like, like I said, if, if 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 cops were getting shot at the rate they're dying of COVID, their at least their union wouldn't be fighting on the side of the people shooting the cops. They're. The, the cop unions are, as somebody who is pro-union, mm -hmm. those cop unions are troubling. Yeah. They, they are, they definitely are. And my dad was in a union and a lot of my family was. But not a cop union. Da, nope. Auto yeah. workers yeah. union. Yeah. 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 The UAW got me everything I got along with being born at a certain time. But it's weird how that's being covered, too. There was a made-for-the-media ceremony where state troopers in Washington went to the, uh, went to the Capitol, Capitol steps and laid, laid, laid hats down and their boots. boots. Yeah. And, like, a reporter at a Portland station was like, these people were lost 
lost their duty. It's like, no, man. No. No, yeah, there, they, there's nothing There's nothing honorable about what they did. These weren't troopers that were lost. These were troopers that basically said, I'm not going to do this, and I choose to be fired for it. They are not victims. They made a political stand. Or they made they made a medical stand. Who knows? Yeah, but that artwork, or whatever you want to call that, sounds like it's kind of predictive, too. Performance art? Performance art kind of thing is, is like, yes, this will be somebody that likely will die from from covid mm-hmm. not from being has a better chance to at least right mm-hmm. right yeah if they continue along that that line every you know. pair of boots represents one person that this cop didn't pass covid on to and they also gave him a ticket <laughs> thank you each and every one of you wow. for saving the lives of, of the people you know, of our great state well because so, the other thing too is is like the police are the least likely to even mask i mean it's one thing if you don't want to vaccine you know take the vaccine or whatever yeah but at least when you encounter somebody yeah. else wear the mask but they're yeah. the least likely so to why do that. so just out of care like why does i have i know why it bothers me but why does that bother you because cops don't think that the rules apply to them. Well, not just that. Is is like they're not showing any concern. They're they're to protect and serve. Well, they're not protecting and serving mm-hmm. the public. If they're not taking that simple that little thing about putting a mask on, if you're close up to somebody that you're you're talking to, mm-hmm. it's it's the we're not talking about me following the rules. We're talking about you following the rules. And if I have to break three rules to ensure that you follow one rule, that's that, the way that, it is. That infringes on my freedom. Mm-hmm. That inf- that infringes on my freedoms. I well, mean, so does just being a cop infringes on your freedom. Okay, <laughs> you you have to fo- you, you have to follow certain protocols. Can you um, refuse to roll down the window for a cop who's not masked? I think I've seen no. clips of people trying to do that. Right, you're imputing upon my freedom to not catch COVID from you. You don't have that freedom ac- yeah, you according to right. the non-vaxxers. Right, you don't have that freedom, and holding holding me to that standard. Is un-American. That is a false standard. Well, you know that that famous flag, "Don't tread on me." Mm-hmm. The emphasis is on the me. one that they've co-opted. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying that the the point is is underline and embolden the word "me" because that's all it's about. Is I don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's about my rights, my freedom. I don't care mm-hmm. about the rest of y'all. It's the fact that my rights don't stop where yours start. They just steamroll right over yours, right, and, and right. continue on yeah. because yeah. What well, they say rights? the op they they, they spin that differently, obviously, because like the first part of your statement, I think they would agree with. My rights don't stop at your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how how do you? But they do. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. You've got the right to walk down the street swinging your fist all you want, but that right stops at my nose. Yeah, but I know exactly when your no- when your hand hits my nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to de- definitively put a put a marker on that. <laughs> we can put you a pin in that in that moment. There's yeah. nerve endings that will kind re- of tip I you off. Remember yeah. that. I, I think that'll leave a uh, impression. Yeah, that that will leave a, that will leave a, a mark, physical yeah. mark. I don't know the person at uh, Kroger, yeah, um, or the cop that stops me. In a way, I'm I'm glad that they are getting out of the force. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, like, I, I'm glad. Fine, but they are going to be they are going to be bitter mm-hmm. forever, and that's the they danger. are not going to stop talking about it. No, nope. and they are not going. They are going to almost look at this as like a the turning point that radicalized a yeah. bunch of cops. That ain't good. Right? Yeah. 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 We thought January 6th was not so. Now you're going to have people that are trained militarily joining hmm. those ranks. What, what happened on January 6th? No, nothing, apparently. Right. Field trip. Nothing. Nothing, nothing the Republicans mm-hmm. want to talk about. Peace, you know, based peaceful on protest. Their, yeah. Apparently. Uh, we Welcomed so. in. Yep. Yeah. Steve so, Bannon. So, you can't criticize Steve Bannon. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though on his podcast, you know, a day or a day or a few a few days before, on his podcast was talking about how it's going to be nothing like I can't remember the, the the words I'm paraphrasing, but it's going to be much wackier than you ever thought it was going to be. You know, so you know he knows oh, something. That, that doesn't all that means is he's that that he's smart predicting yeah. it. Right, right. So I heard 
on before this podcast, before we recorded tonight, that Merrick Garland was going to save us. And I want to hear more about that. Tell us more about how Merrick Garland is going to be yeah. on the Justice Department. Garland. Yes. Oh, yes. The just the the. Uh, you know what? I bet we could get T-shirts. We could still. We could even use the M. All those ones that used to say Mueller time. We're mm. going to make them Merrick time. There we go. And they're going to be just as effective because I got news for you. If you put all your eggs in the Merrick Garland is going to crack down hard on those people. On Steve I, Bannon? I'm, I'm taking bets. Okay, why are you so pessimistic on that? I don't I don't get Don't you think he's got a little bit of, uh, like, it's payback time? You know, they, nope. they took me out of my Supreme Court uh, justice term. It's time for Merrick to get all garland on your ass. That's yeah. right. I'm going to hang some garland on you. <laughs> it's Christmas time, Merry, bitches. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> so, no, why, so are, why are you uh, other than... So, let, know, let, me, let me ask, ask the question to you. What about what he has done makes you think he's going to do anything? Oh, I guess I haven't really followed into what yeah. all he's done. What, what past performance has given you some sort of hope towards a, a future yeah. outcome? Yeah. There's been plenty of times when he's had the opportunity to, quote, you know, bring the hammer down. Yeah. Okay, but what's he's an going example? To be, he's what's... going to be cautious. He, what would be a good result for you? Do you think they're going to go to Steve Bannon's house with uh, handcuffs and perp walk him out? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. No, no. I know you hope yeah, so. Yeah. I know we all kind of hope well, so. I, I, yo. Would that be a would that be a good result? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think at some point either Congress has authority to get to the bottom of things or they don't. That's a fact right there. Mhm. Right. I mean, you know, so if if there is no teeth in this and then it goes to, you know, the regular, you know, drawn out in the court kind of thing. mm mm-hmm. Mhm then we have no country left anymore. If the administration can attempt a slow coup and there's no repercussions for that, there will be a coup. Wait, what? You think Biden's going to? No, I'm talking about the previous administration. Oh, I thought you said the current. No, no. No, I didn't say current. I said if if an administration is able to do that and then then invoke some sort of executive privilege... You can't. I was a president when I tried to overthrow the country. You can't hold that against me. Come on, give me a right. break. Privilege. Then it will happen. So I did a duck, duck, go search. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Of duck, duck, Garland, going. We ain't done of that. Merrick weeks. Garland fails. Uh-oh. <laughs> you literally <laughs> type oh, that in? First, yes. You're going to have to. First. You're going to need Dropbox. That thing is so big. <laughs> first article. <clears throat> Merrick Garland's House testimony demonstrated the failure of his hypercautious approach to his job. Mm. When was that posted? Mm, four hours ago. Oh, jeez. April 30th, American Prospect. Merrick Garland is failing his biggest test. Washington Post, June 23rd. Merrick Garland is the wrong man for the job. Failure to hold those who have disgraced the Justice Department accountable would be a gross miscarriage of justice and an insult to current and future prosecutors there is <laughs> lots of evidence that oh daily Kos merrick garland has failed the nation and must resign well, when was mean. that june 7th okay so all right the running theme. Will, so our side of the ball mm-hmm. has not been happy with the Mueller-like tenure of Merrick Garland. The cautious, the adherence to precedent. Mm-hmm. Like, they're burning down the, the Reichstag. Yeah. And we're worried about what the parliamentarian thinks. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, and right, right. that's been Garland's kind of M.O. Because after Barr... We want somebody, I want somebody that would would take it to him. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. And hold, he doesn't want to do it. Farm. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't want to politicize the Justice Department. This isn't a political thing. This is about a constitutional thing. So do you think when you see the the latest January 6th rioters, do you think their punishment has fit the crime? I, there's so many of them. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. It's a misdemeanor? Like, Yeah, most of them, to me, seem like they're getting off pretty light. It feels it. Yeah. It feels it. Yeah. And that is 100% Merrick Garland. Unless they are getting you know, these people out of the way and, and the bigger fish are coming and, and it's going to get increasingly longer. That's it. That's that, maybe that's the case, but if not, that's the hope. Yeah, if this is like you know, that's if this is hope. showing precedent, yeah, yeah. Then, then it's not good. Hmm. So, I think I understand. Maybe not understand, but I relate to the approach in one way: that he doesn't want to be as bad as the previous administration. Like he doesn't want to to answer a mistake. With more mistakes. It's and, it's yeah. almost like the adults are back in charge, and this is how the adults do it. I understand kind of, right. kind of that. An approach. And we're, 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 we're not just running around having a temper tantrum and drawing on the walls with crayons. This is how we do it. Or this is how it's done. This yes. is how it should be done. This is how, it should this be is done. how we're going to yeah. do it. Yep. And this is how we expect you to do it if From you're in charge. Yeah. And isn't that quaint? <laughs> no, those, those days are gone because the other yeah. side isn't the other side anymore. And, no. and, you know, we saw that in today's vote where 96% of the, the House Republicans, Republicans just want to turn Bannon uh, loose. You know, Let, loose. He's, he's get him, fine. Get him a Spotify deal. We don't need him in here. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, he can be on the Rogan show. There you go. So No, I like I like Don. Don's answer, <laughs> give him a Spotify show. Give him a Spotify show. <laughs> His own show. Let's move some product. So, uh, <laughs> still reading the same book, Jeff, or you got a new book for us? Yeah. Uh, I'm done with the uh, the Jesus and John Wayne book. Excellent okay. book. Highly recommend it. Um, but, yeah, so what I'm reading now is the Woodward, and I can't remember the other guy's name, that wrote Peril. You know, the latest book. On, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Woodward. Basically, yeah. Yeah. The insurrection and all that kind of okay. stuff. So, yeah. So and, that'll that'll keep me. That'll give me night terrors. You know. And and Jerry had homework. Did you bring something positive? You're supposed to bring a positive recommendation. Bring us off the ledge. What you got, Jerry? Don't. <laughs> uh oh. Did you not bring something positive like you were supposed to? Like you like you guaranteed the the, the audience you would. Putting him on the spot. Why do I got to go second? Okay, all right. Well, I, 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 just in case Jerry didn't have anything positive. Yeah, he, he's ducked up going. So I, yeah. I, I thought ahead. I thought ahead. And I got a new show. It's on Hulu. It's called Dope Sick. It's uh, it's very positive. Very, very positive show. No, it's... Bullshit. Um, I no, read the book. It's about, it's about the, the Sackler family and, and the opium <laughs> epidemic. Oh, and it's, yeah. yeah, you were but, talking and, about that. But it in, stars Batman, yeah. so, you know. What? Hey, Michael Keaton. Oh, oh, oh I yeah. like Michael Keaton. Anything he's been yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. He was a bad On man. Hulu then. Okay, cool. It came out about a week ago. Three episodes dropped on Wednesday. A new episode dropped this week. Uh, so new episodes every week, but they gave you three to start with. So if you haven't started it now, there's four episodes out when this episode of the podcast comes is out. dope what? Dope sick. One dope word. Sick. Dope sick. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, did the last three minutes allow you to think of anything positive? Nope. Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> the companion piece mm-hmm. to your Dope Sick TV series yes. is a book, and highly recommend it. Even if you watch the movie, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i watch it. Well, if it's on Hulu, I can't yet. It's a, it's, um, it's a series, yeah. I think it's 10 series. episodes or 10 or 12. I can't remember. Um, the, the book is excellent. Um... It is not. It is not the feel good read. No. But when did the book know. come out? Like a few years ago, or is it fairly recent? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. Uh, a few years ago. Um. So the have either of you been following the Virginia gubernatorial election? Little like, bit, yeah. Like it's going to be. It's super close, and you got yeah. this dotard guy. Shockingly sick. Yeah. The, the, yep. the, the Republican guy. And, and you know, so he had a, 
like a rally where they had the flag that was flown at the uh, insurrection and uh, and they pledged allegiance to yeah, it. Yeah, they pledged allegiance to like that guy. It's like a symbol of the insurrection, like a flag that was actually flown on the Capitol grounds. Right. Could yeah. have been swung at a cop. Who knows? You yep. know, you don't know. Yep. Yeah. 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 When when is that? Is that well, November I think it's the third. Whatever the first Tuesday is, yeah. Man. That hmm. should not be a close race. No. All right, well see y'all in two weeks. See ya. Oh, <laughs> my